Come on, get in. I'm in here. Let's go. We may have to make a few pit stops. You still got the dysentery. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for another episode of Who's Driving? Welcome to Who's Driving. I'm Wesley Turner. And I'm Stephen Merck. We're two best friends and entrepreneurs. Who's Driving is an entertaining look into the behind the scenes of our lives, friendship, and businesses. These are the stories we share and topics we discuss as two best friends would on a long road trip. Along the way, we'll check in with friends and offer a wide range of informative topics centered around running small businesses, social media, and all things home and garden. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. You never know who's driving or where we're headed. All we know is it's always a fun ride. And coming up in this episode, in a bit, we're going to talk about tricks and treats. Mm -hmm. Halloween things. Not the kind of tricks we used to do. <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, oh it, actually, some legit tricks. And, and treats. Yeah, and All things we should have been thing. doing. Yeah, that, That's right. It was a different time when we were growing up. It really was, especially living in the country. Well, Everything's different. Right. Speaking of different times, I was literally just like 30 seconds ago scrolling on TikTok and I saw this little news article and I want to see your uh, take on this. So there is a news article that a 10-year-old boy and 11-year-old girl, his sister, brother and sister, from Florida got mad at their mom, stole the car and decided they were running away. You know, we, you know, we all ran away mm-hmm, as kids, mm-hmm. like on our bike or something, had a little hissy fit. Mm-hmm. No, they took the car, ran away, and were pulled over 200 miles. That's over three hours of driving. Away from their house at like four in the morning. That's if they were driving 60, so they probably were not. So yeah. they'd probably been driving for four, four to five hours. Yeah, at 4 a.m. And they thought maybe like someone had kidnapped them or something. No, it was like the police pulled them over and a 10-year-old boy and an 11-year-old girl got out. They were mad because their electronic devices had been taken away. I would have beat their asses. (laughs) They would have, they should have prayed that they went to jail because I would have beat. And then you got to go get the car that's now three hours away or Uh, more and pick them up. Well, I don't know if I've ever told you that. Mm. You know, I stole my mother's car. No. How old were you? Three. Three? That's No, it legit. I didn't steal it. I was, we were at my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. I remember it so vividly because it was kind of one of those dramatic <laughs> things. <laughs> and my mother would come home from work. It was my dad's parents and my grandmother was a great cook, and I was like, I'm ready to go home. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, well, I'm going to eat these pinto beans or whatever. We did that same thing. We ate at my, a lot of times, well, depending on, but look, my mom's parents would cook, and we'd stop by there, and I'd be like, I'm ready to go home. Me too. Let's go home. And I was. Yeah. And my mother, I mean, this was like 1975, <laughs> 1976 was really bad about leaving her keys in the car. Well, I mean, everybody did then. Everybody did. They barely locked. And um, so I went outside, and they thought I was going out to play because I was always playing outside. I was three. Mm-hmm. So my little busybody self went over, and it was a Plymouth Satellite Sebring red. I remember mm. the car with a vinyl, black vinyl top. I don't know how I got the door open because it was hard to open. And it was a two-door sporty car. Mm-hmm. So I had these big old doors. So I got in it and I couldn't get the door completely closed, but I cranked the car up. Yeah. Threw it in reverse. Mm-hmm. They lived on a hill, slight hill. Yeah. Threw it in reverse, stomped on the gas, and it went flying down the driveway backwards. Oh, my god! <laughs> I fell out of the car. The car ran over me. What? And then it crashed into the pine trees. And how I remember, like, I only remember bits and pieces of it, but yeah. I remember when the car hit the trees, like, all this bark came snowing down. On top of you? Yeah. And that, I remember that, and I can remember my mother running out on the front porch screaming, like, bloody murder. Yeah. Like, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My baby, my baby, my baby. She was running. And um, thankfully, it was the front tires. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how. I guess maybe because it was like 
in the edge of the woods. So it was like a lot, and it was all natural. So it was a lot of leaves and underbrush. Yeah, a little padding. A little padding, I guess. I mean, I have no recollection, but I had bruises across my legs of mm. car tires. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. That is insane. My dad. I, I bet. See, they knew right then that you were going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> like they knew. My, my dad still gets mad when I when I, if I talk mm-hmm. about that because that was like, you were so the same person you are now. No patience. No patience. Right now, we're leaving. Right. If you're not now. leaving. I'm leaving. I'm taking the car. Yeah. What was I? I mean, I would have beat the shit out of me. Uh huh. When you were talking about the old car, do you remember the cars used to have a different key for the lock and the ignition? Yeah. And do you remember to brighten the lights, you press the button on the floorboard? I do remember that. I never had a car like that, but my granddaddy had an old truck like that. Or maybe my dad's Jeep was like that. Probably. They all were. Yeah. And then my aunt had a car. Well, actually, it was a 60, I think it was a 61 Plymouth something it was a white plymouth mm-hmm. my grandparents bought it new then my aunt and uncle had it then we had it mm. then my aunt and uncle had it then we had it and then my aunt and uncle got it back do I'm you lost. know mm-hmm. we had that car in like between my grandparents and my aunt and uncle for over 30 years dang and it do had you push buttons like you push the Push drive on the dash. Oh, I don't remember any of that, but the I remember push never button um, radios. Yeah. You push the button and it would like. The car never quit. The engine, I don't even know how many miles were on it. It never. We had to junk it because the whole car, the bottom of the car just rusted out. You uh, could see the, <laughs> the the road. Remember everyone had, back in the day, the old cars and then the ceiling liner would fall, fall down. Uh-huh. And you try to stick it back up there. But I love when it fell down and you can mash your hand in the... And it would indent. Indent. Yeah. You remember <laughs> yeah. that? They, when they got old, you could... Yeah. It was just that foam that you could you yeah. could write your name, name in, in it. it. Yes. Yeah. Just... Remember, people always had to go get their headliners. Yeah. There were shops just for, for that. Headliners. Like They would ad- advertise that. Why do we not have that problem now? Because right. they're solid. They're like a... Stitched and... Yeah. I don't know. Solid. Thank uh, God we got. My dad had an old uh, Pontiac Catalina, and my car was in the my first car. My Volkswagen was being painted, and I had to drive that Catalina around. And it had the the headliner was hanging down, mm-hmm. and the stereo in the car it was push button eight right. track, and it the radio did not work. Mm. So the only I know that drove you crazy. The only thing, but I had eight, a few eight tracks in the car, but there was one stuck in there. Oh yeah, and it was Tony and Orlando, Tony Orlando and Dawn knock three times on the ceiling. Oh, you still if you love all that. Me. <laughs> yeah, you still love that song. <laughs> that is too funny. It's funny the things you remember with cars and. But back to these kids, I want to know. Well, first of all, I want to know what kind of car they were in because they made it and how tall they were. Two hundred miles. I need to know how tall. I'm sure it was the boy driving. Girls wouldn't be that. That they said the ten year old, which was the boy, was driving. But what kind of car were they in? And you know, he's obviously got some good driving skills. If he was able, but I was driving at that age on the farm. Yeah. Were you? Yeah, but not like through traffic on a highway. No, but I was driving big tractors and farm trucks and oh yeah, everything. I for drove sure. everything for sure. Um, so I just was blown away because my mom would have been. I would have with ran me. away from the police, but I would have been begging them to put me in jail and not. Yeah, you know, not kill me. Oh, I know. Me too. That I just was like blown away. Well, changing the subject. Okay. <laughs> I, when we were at market, mm-hmm. I fell asleep, you know, because I keep my TV on all night long. Yes. That's a sleeping device for mm-hmm. me. I have to have That's noise. That's why we have to have separate rooms yes. now. I have to have that noise. And we can afford them. Yes. Versus back in the day, I would we just. We couldn't. Yeah. And I'd try to sleep with the TV on. Then I'd try to turn it off. And, and then I would wake, wake up. up and turn it back on. And it was a whole thing. Well, I 
fell asleep. I wasn't feeling well mm-hmm. one day. Well, both of us didn't feel well for one day, and I went to bed. And I'm early. still recovering. Yes, and um, and I think we both both might have gotten a little bug or virus because mm-hmm. I'm still not feeling a hundred percent. But anyway, mm-hmm. I regress. Anyway, I woke up. You know, I don't remember what channel it was on, mm-hmm. but it was the WWF. The World Wrestling Federation, those people wrestling. So WWF, WWE, WWE. I don't know. I don't know either. WWE, no. Uh, WWF, World Wrestling Federation. Okay, I think I, I don't, don't know. know. Anyway, this, was, this is so out of I, my realm. <laughs> I I just you know it was on. I didn't know where the remote was, and I was just kind of in one of those awe moments, mm-hmm. and I'm like. People watch this. Like, yeah. who watches it? I want to know. I'm sure some of our listeners watch. And I want to know, why do you watch? I'm just totally interested okay. because I got zero out of it. Okay, text us or call us and leave us a message on our hotline. Our hotline number, of course, I'll put it in the show notes, is 864-982-5029. Do you watch wrestling and what draws you in? Is it the... Is it the men? Is it the hot men in the tight little britches? Mm-hmm. That didn't do it for me. Oddly. I mean, it was just, um, I don't know. It just seems so fake to me. Well, but I mean, fake. reality TV is fake, too. And I get sucked into that. So I was kind of like, well, it's no, maybe that's the 70s and, and 80s versions of, you know, reality TV. Well, it TV. is fake because the storyline's already planned out. Who's going to win? Yeah. That sort of thing. Okay, I have to say, I grew up like going to my dad's house on the weekend, and I had brothers, and they would watch as kids, and should have known then. <laughs> <laughs> it all tracks back. <laughs> should have known then. I thought that was the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. Like, what? It, what? Y'all are just, just. <laughs> yeah. They're and they're talking like. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. You know, it's just horrible acting. Right. Which is all part of it. So I guess if you're into it. It's just so silly to me. Yeah. It was silly. But I was also the child that did not watch cartoons. Yeah. You didn't? I watched a few. I watched Tom and Jerry. Oh, my favorite. Love Tom and Jerry. Me too. Um, You know what cartoons I hated? I hated Bugs Bunny, all those. Oh, you did? Yeah. Looney did. Tunes? Yeah. I like those. No. The Muppets. Muppet? I, okay. I like the Muppets. I can't stand them. <laughs> to this day, can't stand them. Ker- I had a Kermit, uh-uh. stuffed Kermit. I just threw him out. and everything. Kermit! No. Miss Piggy? Yeah, Miss Piggy! No. <laughs> <laughs> I, None I didn't of it. mind them as much. But I like Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it. I hated Looney Tunes. Yeah. I like the Looney Tunes. All the, no. mm. um, going back to should have known, I was talking to our friend Catherine, a.k.a. Central, also known as Design Central Project on. Yeah. Um, Her name's Central. Though. Instagram. I don't even know who she and is. And we were talking about, she was at her daughter's um, baseball game or whatever, and she had sent me like a picture. Softball. Softball, Girl, yeah. Yes. yeah. And I was like, nope, see, that's where I'm out as a parent. I'd have been like, you got to go by yourself. <laughs> we were laughing about it. Um, and uh, I was just like, oh, my gosh, should have known as a kid. I hated baseball. Like, I played, I don't know what would have been, probably two years, like one year of t-ball. Is that how uh-huh. you play? And uh-huh. then one year of coach pit. Is uh-huh. that where they the coach throws uh-huh. it? I was like, I'm not doing this. I, I, I told like my parents, I was like, y'all want me to do what? And then the practices were on Saturday morning. You want me to get up and go run around? <laughs> uh, they didn't make you, though, did they? No, that was it. I played those two years, and that was it. My brothers played all the way through, like, I don't know, probably high school. High school. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. I can't Should have known. Should have known. You were in there with your easy bake oven. <laughs> Get you did easy, get an easy bake, didn't you? Yes, I loved my. Easy did they bake. not? Did your brothers not make fun of you? No, they didn't make fun of me. Um, 
I would have made fun of you. You got an easy bake oven. I loved my easy bake oven. Yes, my cousin, I have a cousin. She's two years younger than me. And we're like brother, sister. We always hung out um, because we're closer in age than my brothers are Mm because they're four and five years older than me, I think, or three and four, whatever. Um, So we were always um, close, she and I, and we both got Easy Bake Ovens for Christmas one year. I bet you were baking. You were making everything. Brownies and everything. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious to me. I loved it. (laughs) Everyone needs an Easy Bake Oven. Boy or girl. How did they bake? Was it a light? A light bulb. Yeah. And it baked. My little cousin got one one Christmas, Uh an easy bake. And we would like help her make little cakes. Yeah. Those thin little Little pans. Pans. Yeah. It didn't take much to bake them, I guess, because they were so thin. It did take a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had the easy bake oven. I bet you made every kind Mm, possible. You know it. I bet you went to the to the Harris Teeter or whatever the grocery store was there in Tennessee. I feel like you had to go wherever you got your Easy Bake Oven because you had to have the special mix because it was proportionate. Inside. Yeah, but you could do it with cake mix. Later, we did it just mixes. Yeah, but yeah it was sure. easier with the packets. Yeah, I'm sure. So I have to bring up something what? that... You have to walk us through. And I have not fully been walked through the story, but a little piece here and there. But we have been hiring mm-hmm. in new employees by we, you, mm-hmm. because I've passed that off to you officially. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been hiring new employees and you've been interviewing for our home store. Mm-hmm. Is this discussable? It's discussable. Yeah, we're it's going fine. to. It's it's, fine. it's a hell of Listen, a funny story. I've been harassed and tormented. So, Steve, this is kind of a first, at least in our business. This is a first. Maybe in your McDonald's no. heyday, you may have had some. No, nothing like this. But no one, like in McDonald's, you might get a call back. Well, I don't understand why you're not hiring. Why you're not hiring me? Right. You might get that, but never to this extreme. No. So, so Stephen hired no interviewed. I mean interviewed interviewed um a lady a lady we'll using just leave her that, name. yeah using that terminology very generous right and so we do have obviously our three we're gonna call separate, her Darnell Darnell <laughs> oh my gosh so we and do it, have our three separate basically. It's all one company, but Mm -hmm. places you can work. You can work at the garden store. Mm -hmm. You can work at the home store. You can work at our warehouse. And each place has different needs. Needs. So we're had an ad out. No. Did she see from our ad? Yes, she did. And she did see from the ad and then dropped her resume. resume I was impressed that she took that initiative. Right. So Stephen calls her in, has an interview, calls me, says, I really like her, but there are a few little hesitations. And when he says that, I'm like, it's a no. And he's like, no, no, hear me out. There's a few, like, I don't think it's anything bad. I just feel like after interviewing her, I really, really like her. I don't feel like she's right for the home store, but I think she would be perfect at the warehouse. Like, Mm -hmm. I think she would like everyone. She likes home decor. She, you Mm -hmm. know, has -hmm. a lot of interest. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, if that's what you think, then, you know, you're the one hiring her. We Mm -hmm. were just discussing it. So he's like, well, that doesn't really help us at the home store, but I think I'll call her tomorrow and say, you know, we can offer you this job, which you had already left her in the interview saying, we have a fit for you Somewhere in the company, it may not be at the home store. Yes. Is how you left it off. That her. is exactly so what you I were said. up front yes. with her mm-hmm. about Because my brain was already like, I just don't think you're a fit here, but you could be a fit there. Right. And um, you know, I I guess I look at things way differently because my first job was at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So I mine was a gas station. Yeah. We typically don't look at any Three of our locations, like one's better than the other. No, they're all a part of the company. And they're all important. And all jobs are important. They I mean, we're all, not hiring you if it's not important. Right. Every job is just as important. Right. But it's very funny to me how people in general mm-hmm. can make a perception that one job is better than the other. Right. And I, I don't, 
I guess it's so far from my personality and yours. I mean, one day we might be playing in dirt at the garden store. The next day we might be selling a sofa at the home store. And then we're always packing boxes and doing stuff. Or unpacking. Or unpacking. Or, or climbing on top of moving. boxes or whatever. Yeah, taking out trash. How yeah. many times have I taken trash out mm-hmm. at the warehouse? And that's a feat. That's not a quickie. Like right. a bag of trash. But anyway, I have never been that person. So I offered her that, I offered Darnell that job. Mm-hmm. So you offered her a job at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. You called and said, mm-hmm. uh, so I need to know how this all went down because I thought she was hired and working. So you called her, said, mm-hmm. I have this job for you at mm-hmm. the warehouse, pays what we had talked about, mm-hmm. which was the same mm-hmm. as it would have been. At any of the other locations. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was a downgrade in pay. Not at all. And did she say, okay, then? She said, okay. Okay. And then she texts me for confirmation of how much she would make. Mm-hmm. And I told her. Right. And she said, I'm going to have to decline. Okay. And I said, okay, thank you. Wish you all the best. Right. I mean, peace out. You know, I was very polite. You know, I was like, well, it doesn't work for her, whatever. You yeah. Know? And maybe it was the money. Mm-hmm. Um, because there, there, there's commission at the home store. Because right. you're selling Big things. So I'm like, okay. But my thought was, you know, a lot of times we've hired people in different places. We get to know them. We get to see their skill set. And they can move somewhere or do something else. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of different areas of the business. Well, then for the next, like, uh, let me count up, six hours. Yeah. Six hours. I was harassed, (laughs) tormented. Via text messages. Can you, I, you're going to have to read us some of these. You're going to have to pull out your phone. It was hysterical. He was like, oh, my gosh, I got another message. And I would, listen, I was very, very nice. Yes. And very professional. Because, honestly, I felt a little bad for her because she was taking something so personal that wasn't. I feel like she got drunk or something. Afterwards, like I feel like <laughs> I feel like she <laughs> and she knows I had told her about the our podcast. She may be listening, and that's fine. And if you did, if you are listening, you it's should learning, take offense. It's a learning lesson. Yeah, don't, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she sent me photos of her home mm-hmm. that she decorated, mm-hmm. and, and I thought it wasn't even meant for me. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I thought she was texting. Because she didn't say anything. She no. just sent you these photos. Uh, well, she sent me these photos, and she said, I knew I was a threat, by the way. And oh. my response was, was that text for me? Oh, yeah. And she said, yes, most definitely. I said, oh, okay. And she said, that is my home. You passed on a very good thing. Mm-hmm. And I, so graciously and kind, said, it's so pretty. It isn't. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't at all. Okay. Um, and I'm not being mean, but I wasn't going to be mean. Right. You know, because I'm truly not a mean person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then but and then she said, but you would put me in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. I am a bit insulted. Mm. She was so insulted, she was thinking of... <laughs> Leaving South Carolina. Oh, mm-hmm. you really insulted her. Again, I was kind. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, goodness, I am so sorry you feel that way. I work in the ha- warehouse every day, and I love every minute of it. I'm sure you will find your place here in South Carolina. You're a very talented lady. Mm-hmm. I was very kind. Mm-hmm. Was not being mean. Mm-hmm. Like, get a grip, honey. Yeah. And it just went on. And, and on and on for hours, hours, and I, I was never mean. I was never unkind mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, either there's a, all jokes aside, there's either an alcohol, there's a substance thing going on here, or a mental health thing going mm-hmm. on, and um, I don't want to be unkind to either, and I still will not be unkind, um. But she tried very hard to make me angry. Well, okay. So even though, because the funny thing to me is you finally 
left it off and said, I'm off for my evening walk. It was nice meeting you. Good luck. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That was at like 7.05 p.m. Mm -hmm. She continued texting me until 11.35 p.m. And what what was the very last, can you read us the very last bubble? Like, what was the very last? Uh, she she was telling me, I don't want to go through all of it, but okay. she was telling me her what her ex-husband did for a living and yada, yada, yada. And here's the thing. She did not, it was like she was trying to convince me that she was better than yeah, or something. Yeah, or whatever. But here's the thing. And I didn't say this because I did not want to be antagonizing in any way, but I cleaned toilets at McDonald's. I cleaned toilets at a gas station. I cleaned poop out of high chairs. Okay? Listen, none of us are any better than anyone. And I was so turned off by the fact that she thought she was so much better than everyone that works in that warehouse. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, who... Who does that? Who th- really thinks like that? Right. Like, and I know that especially I, if you're needing a job. I know there are people like, out there that always that thought they were too good to work at McDonald's, and I was that person. By the way, all the listeners out there, my aunt has worked for McDonald's for over fifty years um, in in management of McDonald's, and I can remember as a kid saying, "Ooh." I would never, this would is like 11, 12 years old. Ew, I would never work at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad have real jobs. I said that to her. So you she asked. still laughs to this day. She says, talk about eating your words. Uh-huh. I said, and so I never say anything. And it's funny because I was, I, come on, I was 11. So right. I obviously had a lot to learn. But like, that's not who I am. There's no job. I would never look at, there would, there's jobs I look at and say, "Oh my gosh, I could not do that." Right? Like, like phys, like, like physically, like or... cleaning up poop. Now I couldn't do it. I would just vomit. Mm-hmm. I would be sick. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm better than. Right. I just couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah, it is a funny like uh, stigma, I guess, between the different like jobs or whatever. Because you know, I've had people judgy because like being retail owners mm-hmm. or whatever because some people think if you don't have like a corporate you know job mm-hmm. sort of thing that it's not a real job or mm-hmm. whatever you want to mm-hmm. classify it is or you know like you're not doing the same thing but hey we all get to the same well point. and i always got very different treatment from when i worked for mcdonald's versus, versus owning yeah oh yeah as soon as you own it's like and here's my thing I don't want to be like if I couldn't if you didn't want to be friends with me when I worked for McDonald's, we don't need to be friends when I own McDonald's. Right. Because I'm the same Mm -hmm. person. And the other thing I get is and this really irritates me. Oh, my God. Why would you sell out of McDonald's? I mean, you're just you were just bailing money. First of all, you're I took not. it and left. <laughs> <laughs> There's some truth to that. Right? Yes, there is. But I mean, like, I, I don't know. I was so turned off by this lady, more so, not anything, even though I didn't personally care for her home. Right. Pictures and whatever, you know, that's neither here nor there. Everybody has different taste. But I was so turned off by her attitude. Yeah. That, that I wouldn't better hire, than. yeah, better than. And you wouldn't, I mean, personally, you don't want someone like that working in the store either because they're going to treat the customer the same way. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so like, I'm, I don't know. I was just, and I feel like, like our employees in all three locations are very down to earth. Right. And all equally as important. Yeah. It's all part of Every the puzzle. Every job is important. Yeah. I mean, literally, we couldn't do anything without the next one. You right. Know, the guys receiving in the warehouse, that's important. That's everything we have in the stores and the warehouse. Right. You know, Kate getting everything online, doing all that. The packers, you know, every everything's important. Right. And just like somebody being so outwardly, mm, I'm too good. Yeah. That's a mm. big turn off. Bitch, please. <laughs> but I didn't say that. But I was like, I really 
feel bad for anybody that thinks like that. Mm. But, you know, we honestly, you and I are the way we are because we were raised by good parents and grandparents. Yeah. A good family. I don't know why this just made me think of this. Well, I was thinking of other, we have so many employee stories we could Mm -hmm. tell. But I don't know why this one just popped into my head. But do you remember, this is when I owned Roots by myself, the garden store. And I'd hired someone. And so they worked a day. And yes, <laughs> I know the story and the birthday cake. Yes. We bought them a birthday. I was there. Yes. So we had this employee that started. I hired, thought she was very nice. She did a great job. And so this her second day was her birthday. So we were like, we need to make her feel extra special, whatever. So we bought her a birthday cake. An expensive cake. And uh, from the bakery, not just. A supermarket cake. Yeah. A cake we all wanted a piece of. Yeah. So this girl came and worked. And then in the middle of the day, we were like, oh, we happy birthday. We have your cake or whatever for you. And so we give her the cake. We show her the cake or whatever. Well, then she was like, well, I got to tell you something or whatever. And I was like, okay. And she was like, I'm not going to work here anymore. I can't remember exactly what she said. It was something weird. It was just like... Today will be my last day. Yeah, today will be my last day. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I literally just gave you this cake. And she was like, today will be my last day. she was doing great. It was very weird. It was very... Yeah, it was very weird. It was like blindsided because I thought you were doing good. We're getting along. You fit in. And it's the middle of the day. I give you a cake. And then you're like, uh... Today's going to be my last day. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, well, when are you not? I don't know what, how it came. No, you said, when is going to be your last day? And you, she said, or she said that she wasn't, wasn't going to be able to work there. And you said, when's going to be your last day? And she said, today. Today. But then she ended up, I don't know why, because it was all very nice, but leaving like right then. She like started getting her stuff and just left. And she took the cake with her. Took the damn cake. Before anybody got it. If you're listening, we want the cake back. I'm still (laughs) pissed about that cake. That was so weird. Because everyone had been wanting some of that cake oh, all yeah. day. Like, oh, It was from have- the bakery we love off of Augusta. Uh-huh. And we were like wanting that cake. Uh, like a piece. And the bitch took the cake with Took her. the damn cake. That was one of, I don't know how that popped into my head. I must want that some cake. That takes the cake. That takes the cake, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could do so many employee stories for sure. So on to the next subject. Okay. Um, I forget who I was talking to this week. It'll come to me in a minute. You know, my 50-year-old brain. I know you're in your 50s now. I'm in my 50s. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking about, you know, when you say get your goat. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got your goat. Uh Uh-huh. Or he got your goat. Mm -hmm. That, um, they were telling me where that phrase comes from. So I'm going to Google it right now. You Google that. Where does that that come from? That's a term I don't use. Oh, he really got your goat. I I say that every now and then. Mm, mm, mm. Get your goat. It was about thoroughbred horses. What? With the goat? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to hear this one out for sure. Like, They have an example here. Gavin may seem unflappable. Who uses that word? But I know a way to get his goat. Well, we know how to use it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I was just reading that. Where does Um, it come from? The expression comes from a tradition in horse racing thought to have calming effect on high-strung thoroughbreds. A goat was placed in the horse's stall on the night before the race. So... What people would do is steal the goat out of the stall to make their horse make their horse anxious, anxious and upset, so they could win, win the race. So you'd say, "Yeah, I got his goat." That's the dumbest shit I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting because you know everything, uh, every little saying like that comes from some yeah craziness, something. huh? I got your goat. Yeah. I don't want your goats. They stink. Uh, (laughs) Well, I didn't know that, but you know, we were poor country. We didn't have thoroughbreds. Yeah. 
Well, speaking of that, things being different and coming from old times and the kids running off with the cars, which is very different times than when we were growing up. Let's talk about trick-or-treating and Halloween. I feel like we should have Googled some of these questions I have. I have questions about trick-or-treating. Okay. My first question is, I am a child of the 80s, born in mm-hmm. 1981, mm-hmm. grew up through, you know, the D.A.R.E. program. And I'm a decade prior. Right. Did, we, did you have D.A.R.E. in school or was that after you? That came like... I feel like that would be after That you. would have been like sixth, seventh grade for me. Yeah. So, well, that's when it was for everyone. But did they have mm-hmm. that back then? No, it was later, though. I'm saying mine was... A, was later. Okay. It wasn't a big thing. So when I was growing up and you were trick-or-treating, it was implanted in your head. I mean, I can remember them coming to our school and giving talks about there being razor blades in your candy or, your, or your apple. Or poison. And you could take your candy and get it scanned. Mm-hmm. Now... And my mother would throw like away... Like you could take it and get it x-rayed. Yeah. 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 And my mother... My mother would take away anything that could have been tampered. But here's the thing. It was rare that, like, we only went to neighbors yeah. and, like, our church family yeah. trick-or-treating. That uh-huh. was it. But was that really a legitimate thing, or was that a scare? Like, how did that become— I'm going to Google that right now. How did that it, become such a thing? I mean, I can just remember. As, I'm like, was that a scare tactic? I mean, that's beyond sick. Right. Who would, I mean. It's beyond sick, but like, then the thing is, do do they still teach that today? Like, I feel like they don't teach that today. And would you not notice a big slice in your apple if there was a razor blade (laughs) planted in it or in your candy that's packaged? I don't understand. I don't understand as an adult. I don't understand that concept. Was it just a new... They're saying online in uh, Wiked, Wikipedia mm-hmm. that it was it's all a myth, like an urban myth. So why did they roll out these programs Says, and you could take your bags to the hospital? And how Americans became convinced their Halloween candy was poisoned or had razor blades in them. Uh-huh. This is interesting. It mm-hmm. spiked in the early 80s. As I said, a kid of the 80s. After... Rash of Tylenol poisonings. Wow. So I guess the cyanide lace poisoning, which was a woman, you know, I think in North Carolina, Blanche Moore, Taylor, Blanche Taylor Moore, that killed her husband. She was behind all that. That really wasn't a thing. It was one woman that did it. Um, Yeah, I've watched that documentary. Oh, my gosh. Um, (laughs) So that didn't have anything to do with Halloween candy. But it's saying that hyped everyone's paranoia uh, to think yes. that things were yeah. poisoned yes. and laced. And, yep. Huh. I mean, that's just what I just read, which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I can remember, I can remember nobody wanted to take a, a Tylenol. I don't remember that. You don't remember? Oh, they, mm. they, like we had Revco. Back. Do you remember Revco? No. It was CVS mm. before, you know, mm-hmm. the, it was Revco and they pulled it was in the early 80s. I don't remember exactly, but they pulled every bit of Tylenol off every shelf in mm. the country, mm. like within days. Yeah, because they thought it was laced with something. Yeah, and then come to find out it was that lady. I think her name, because I just watched it the other day, I think her name was Blanche Taylor Moore. Seems like I remember, I've watched it several times, but she killed her husband, mm-hmm. and she put cyanide in some capsules, well, you know, the company was panicked because they thought they got it from the store because she was lying. Mm-hmm. And so it took a while for them to figure out that she was the Did culprit. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't huh. happening everywhere, but she killed a few people. So I can kind of rest that razor blades in our candy wasn't everything. I don't know. But maybe, I mean, you start talking about crazy stuff like that, then you're going to give some crazy person an idea. I know. That's the thing. I don't it's know. It's disgusting to think about. So did you used to go trick-or-treating? I oh. loved it. Well, you know, I love to dress up. So my in my family, on my mother's side, Halloween was really, really big. Uh-huh. Like we, My grandmother always had that. Was it, is it a cauldron? Yeah. In the yard with dry eyes, my she dressed up like it was, was smoking. Yeah, it was a big fun 
day right. in my family, day and night. So me and my two, I only had two cousins on that side. We would go trick-or-treating, and we would all bring our candy back mm-hmm. to my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. And it would be huge amounts. Right. But um, we only went to neighbors and our church family. Yeah. like. Because so we used to, well, I grew up in a small town, but we used to, I used to go with my cousin who I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. like my sister who's two years younger than me. And my aunt would take me um, there and we would go like her grandparents on her dad's side lived in one of the neighborhoods that everyone went to. You know, every town has that good neighborhood that everyone goes to and they have the best candy and it's like a block party, you know, just all out. So we would go there every year, and that's where I would rake up on my um, rack up on. Rake up on? Rack. Rack, rack up on. <laughs> Here we go. There's my word of the yeah. podcast. Rack. rack this week, up. our word is rake and rack. I would rack up on candy. But that's where I would rack up on candy. And, you know, I told the story. I would mm-hmm. save my candy. Eat what I wanted, save my candy, and sell the rest to my brothers or all of my family, whoever. But where did that? After. Here's the thing. Okay, uh-huh. I would have been down for that, but I wouldn't have done that because no one had any money around me. So how did they have money to buy the candy? Well, or would they beat it? The would they shake your mom down for money? Probably. If they wanted it, they. I don't care where they got their money from. You got to pay the <laughs> you man. You were getting. I was getting my quarter, <laughs> nickel, whatever it was, and they know. never beat you up. Of course they did. They would try to beat me up for the key because I kept it all locked up. The money, I kept the money locked up and the candy locked up. Yeah, but you were So you always had, see, I always had money and I had uh, a money box. That oh, I kept it. yeah, me too. And I would count it. Uh-huh, organize it. Yeah. yeah. Roll my coin. Never wanted to spend it. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no you no, never no. took that with you. That <laughs> no. stayed at home. Yeah, that was my money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've told that story before in a previous um, podcast. But also, thinking back to times being different, and maybe people still do this, but did you ever go rolling? We called it rolling. Some rolling. people call it TPing. We called it rolling. Which, do you know, I was literally out of college when I really figured out what TP meant. Because <laughs> I always called it rolling. Like yeah. at Halloween, we went rolling houses where you yeah. take toilet paper, throw it in trees, and roll the house. That would, let me just but tell But when you. I went to college, people would call it TPing. And I was like, y'all called it what? And I never asked why they called it TPing. It's toilet paper. If I didn't know better, I would swear you were just an idiot. <laughs> like, how would you I never not? I made didn't call connect- it that, but damn. I never knew. I would be like, these Yankees are Stop weird. Stop telling this know. stuff on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds I, bad. I know. So, we did people still go rolling mm-hmm. TV? I haven't seen I any houses. Well, let me just tell you. I'm I don't gonna come, have a I'm going to come roll your house at the loft. You're going to walk would. out and the bushes are going to be covered. Okay. I, as an adult, mm-hmm. that is one thing that would piss me off. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Because it's ahead. a mess. It is a mess. And it lingers for months. Especially if it rains right afterwards before and if you, you used, get it down. And if you used expensive paper it lasts in the trees forever if you use the cheap it It kind of melted yeah quicker but you get that three ply quilted oh i mean i can remember going and stocking up like our parents would take us to stock up on the toilet paper and we knew whose houses sometimes they helped my mom would help (laughs) Um, just depending on who, I mean, it was a whole fun thing. I guess it's kind of different than now. I don't know. Maybe it's not different, but it was fun back then. Um, but even like on Halloween, like in our town, like you would go to buy it and it would say like limit three packs or something because there would be like like that run on toilet paper. It wasn't like that. That was, that was some Tennessee shit there. But we had a Nate, uh, well, I won't say, but we had a house that we would roll and, um, they would okay. What? I'm just gonna say I was gonna kind of describe it, but let's just say there was a house we would roll, um, and the mom would make the kids bag it all up and they would use it. The toilet paper that is disgusting. <laughs> Are you serious? 
I'm serious. Do I know that neighbor? No. I haven't I'm, met them? No. No. If you're listening, that's nasty. <laughs> but I mean, I guess My it's just God. hanging in the trees. Why not? Who's going to pile all that in their bathroom? That would look so trashy. That would drive me insane. Yeah, it would me too. Also, another memory. Back in the day, did y'all used to like throw eggs or water balloons at cars? Mm-mm. I never did that. Which is so dangerous thinking about it now. Mm-hmm. And it ruins, an egg ruins the paint on a car. And imagine it hitting a car. I, I mean, the my cars car were egged. built different back then. I too. got my car egged at McDonald's one time by employees. Oh, they were pissed at you. Uh-huh. Brand, I had a brand new red Jeep Cherokee. Where this wasn't when you were an owner because you know <laughs> fired everybody. This were you so a mad. coworker? I was an assistant manager. Okay, I was at Clemson. I was so pissed, but I spotted it immediately. Immediately, and went to the car wash and mm-hmm. washed it off. So it really wasn't a big thing. But I know you and your cars. <sighs> yeah, and you don't like egging someone's house is just as bad because mm-hmm. that stuff will not come off. Egg. And it kind of bakes on, like it, it dries on, I guess. Is it does. It won't. It ruins paint. It won't come off. Yeah, that's bad. Times were different. I should call my mom and get her on the phone and tell the story. So I can remember as a kid, I would have probably been like five, no older than max six. But I was thinking, I'm thinking around five. And they were throwing, I'm pretty sure it was water balloons at cars. Like my brothers, my mom, everyone participated. It was like a thing, I guess, back in the day. Um, And they hit one of the school teacher's cars. And she threw on the brakes and came up and like cussed everyone out. She was mad about that? Yeah, because her car got hit. Just a water balloon? Yeah, but if you're driving down the road and something splats on your windshield... Well, I've got a better Scare one you for you death? on that. One of my cousins, I won't say who, mm-hmm. but there's a record. Oh, a record. Well, he was driving down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, I This was before my time, but my dad has told me this story many times. And one of the teachers from the high school was raking her leaves in the yard, and she was bent over. Oh, Lord. And he took his shotgun and shot her in the ass. <laughs> but she was a bitch. That is like she gave, attempted she, murder. She failed him. Afterward? No. Or before, before? That's why he shot her. Oh <laughs> what do you mean? Like, he how shot far her away? With, he shot her with buckshot. It was a shotgun. So, I mean, he was just driving by. It wasn't that big of a I mean, what do you he mean was driving by. A deal? He shot her with buckshot. So it just like, you know, spread and just peppered her. Pe- <laughs> yeah, peppered her in the ass. <laughs> what in the world? She was world? a teacher of Daniel High School, where I went to high school. Yeah, and so she called the police. Oh yeah, and what what charge was filed? This they um back in back the day. then mm-hmm. this would have been in the late sixties. Little did I know it changed the whole path of my education. Oh, it was in a good way. Yeah, um, because we had the same last name, mm-hmm. Mert. Um. So yeah, they at that time it wasn't like it is now, you know. So they sent they took him to Columbia to have him evaluated. Oh. Um and he was just like, I thought it would be funny. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> um, they gave him they diagnosed him with like a temper, bad like a mood disorder or mm-hmm. something. Like a like he has a blackout temper. Oh. Well, I mean, that's very common in my family. Mm. We all have <laughs> but I've never shot anyone. Mm-hmm. But um, I shot my so, brother in the butt one time. Well, I mean, it happens. Mm-hmm. And but my dad, so my cut, my all my younger cousins have told me all these stories, and they breezed through high school. They had no issues after that. Oh, so it was nobody just pass them. Just get, get them out of here. Get those mercs out of here. Don't mess with them. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! I think uh, you know. I later had the teacher that got the water balloon. I had her in high school, Miss Anderson. Yes, Miss Anderson. If you're out there, I'm pretty sure that was her name, Miss Anderson. Uh huh. I had her in high school. Did you tell her you did it? No, but I'm sure she remembered. I don't know. So I shot my brother in the butt one time with a BB gun. 
I mean, was it like a painful thing? Like a real, like embedded in his ass? Like, yeah, I don't, I mean, it was painful because I shot him like three feet in front of me with the BB gun. Because, so we had another, a different neighbor that was a, a neighbor friend. The kid was right in between my brother's two brothers age. So they were all friends and they would come over to our house or he would come over to our house. We would go over to his house sort of thing. Well, you know, back in the day before cell phones and all of that, my mom would be like, dinner's ready. Go get, go get your brothers. Tell them it's time to time for dinner. Call, call over and tell them it's time for dinner. So I would call, Hey, it's time for dinner. Mom said to come home. Well, they didn't show up. Then it was call back over there and tell them to come now. Dinner's getting cold. We're not eating until they get here. Go right, you know, go call them. So I'd call, we'll be there in a minute. We're playing some game or some crap. So then my mom said, my mom said, you have to go, go over there and get them and tell them to come home right now. They are in trouble if they don't come home right now. So I'm like, I don't want to go get them. She's like, go get them. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get them. (laughs) And you shot them. So on the way out, I grabbed the BB gun and I walk in there with the BB gun and I said, come home now. (laughs) I bet they hated you. (laughs) I'm sure they did. (laughs) Come home now or I'm going to shoot you or something. And so they wouldn't like, they were like, well, you know being brothers, whatever, we'll do what we want to do. So they get up and they start walking home. And as soon as they stepped out the door, I was so pissed. I just shot him in the butt. (laughs) Did you get in trouble? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't remember getting in trouble. I just remember shooting him in the butt. So that. Well, when he called and I was in the car the other day, you should have brought that up. Do you remember when I shot you in the ass, Adrian? Oh, yeah, I should have. He would remember it. One of them shot me in the foot with the BB gun. I like shot my shoe, but it was so close it like put a huge like blood blister. Did it hurt? Yeah. Did you cry? I'm sure I did. (laughs) All dramatic. Uh huh. They used to do that. Like I got knocked out one time with a couch (laughs) pillow, like pillow fight, and they would just, you know, so much bigger than me. They would just knock you <laughs> i got literally got knocked out that could explain a lot well so we used here. to do something bad mm-hmm. i'm a little embarrassed but it happened i did it um when i was in high school yeah we pumpkin yards so oh. on halloween night yeah we're supposed to be talking about our trick-or-treat we night. would go in a in one of my friend's trucks and we would steal everybody's pumpkins uh, the, yeah. the jack-o'-lanterns right. i mean they were done that night mm-hmm. you know because it would go late yeah we would steal the jack-o'-lanterns mm-hmm. blow the candle out throw it in the back of the truck yeah. so we would have like 30 40 pumpkins well you know they didn't weigh that much right because they were hot, yeah. and half rotted by so the we would anyway. decide who we didn't like That's and it, we funny. would pick like two people and just go smash We them. would go back the truck up, mm-hmm. let the tailgate down so you couldn't see the tag. Right. And we would, and it was dark, you know, all the lights were out. And we would chunk the yard full of this. Oh my letters. gosh. Can you imagine picking up all that mess? And we would throw them up in the air. And so they would bust. Flat. So I threw, I was out there and throwing the last one and I threw it way up in the air and it came down and hit on the sidewalk and it just exploded. And when I did, the light, all the lights came on. <gasps> I was like, go, go. Yeah. No one, we never got caught. That is crazy. But that's a good one. I've never heard of so it. The- but see, the problem with nowadays is there's too many cameras. And ring, like, doorbells. You couldn't get away with it now. You couldn't even get away with that because they they would know. First of all, all the people that, where you stole the pumpkins from would be reporting you. And then the person that you did it to would be reporting. There's oh, yeah. it was. Now, one of my friends on the last time we did it, I was a senior in high school. He was kind of a delinquent. <laughs> I was not. Where is he, he today? No, well... <laughs> He he's actually a good guy. Um, he stole somebody's really pretty ceramic. Oh, had to be the asshole to do that. See, that's where it goes wrong. And it, Otherwise, a, it was pretty ceramic and had a black witch's hat. Really nice. Yeah, it was it was an expensive piece. Mm-hmm. And we got it, and they were going to throw that in somebody's yard. And I was like, and I didn't know where that they, they he stole it. I was like, absolutely not. I'm taking that home to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so 
my dumbass goes home with this. Mm-hmm. I did not steal it. I did not know where it went. Right. So I, I, I was seriously saving it. Right. So I'm like, Mom, I brought you this. And she's like, um, where did you get that? And mm-hmm. I said, oh, Chad stole it from somebody's house. Yeah. And I didn't want to throw it away, so I brought it to you. And she said, get that stolen stuff out of my house. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I carried it down to the basement and left it. And eventually she forgot it was stolen and she would use it. That's funny. I finally donated it. Like when she passed away, I cleaned out the house. I used to love, before retail, before you came into my life, I used to have fun. Right. And I did Halloween parties. I love to dress up and Mm -hmm. act a fool, which I still, you know, I don't have to have, it doesn't have to be Halloween, but it's more fun. Right. Um. And when I was an owner once, I dressed up like an old lady. Mm, yeah. And um, I called myself Ruby Francis, mm-hmm. which Buzz is for Darlene and Ruby. Yeah. And I came up with this whole persona and I told everybody that I was the music director down at the Christ Church Episcopal Church. Mm-hmm. And I had a black patent leather pocketbook. Mm-hmm. And I was a naughty old lady. We need Ruby to come out for how I had the restaurants. This might have been after I met you. Was it? Do you remember this? No. It was right before. Maybe right. So before. I had month end packages delivered, mm-hmm. everything taken care of for month end. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I had McDonald's. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Something happened and I ended up having to go to the Moonville store and another one of the other restaurants. Sure. And I was like, oh, my God. I was in full makeup, dress, heels. Like Ruby. Yes. But for Halloween. The, I look like Mama for Mama's family. <laughs> or Medea is what I look like. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God. Because, you know, I was always 1,000% professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Imagine that. I That's hard to believe. Walking in there. Yeah. And I walked behind the counter, and they were like, ma'am, ma'am, you can't come back here. (laughs) And I was like, y'all, it's me. Everybody, like, fell out. They were taking pictures. They were like, oh, my God. That's I can't believe it's you. So I went to another store. I left there and went to the Powdersville McDonald's. And I think I had to take, drop some paperwork off there. And I just got in line. Oh, just like, like a, a customer. customer. And they waited on me. Oh my they God. didn't know who I was. That's hilarious. So, um, yeah, then I went by a McDonald's owner party. Right. And I walked in, no one knew me. I was like, hey, y'all. They're they like, were who like, who is this? Who is this? That was my little coming out to McDonald's, all the McDonald's owners. That was funny. Oh, as if they didn't know. Exactly. But they needed to see that side. Uh, Blow my skirt up a little. (laughs) You know, another common Halloween thing, I've never done this, though, is with forks. Did you ever do the forks in the lawn? No. No. I I mean, that seemed like a lot of work. Bending over. Stabbing a fork in there. But did they break off? Is that the thing? You can't pull them out? Or what's the deal? I didn't ever get that. They're just sticking up, and you have to go just pull them all out. I thought Uh it was dumb. So tell us your Halloween traditions. Call or text our hotline, 864-982-5029. We want to hear what's your favorite memory or do you have a story? We have time. We could do a part two and call some of our Oh, we need to do a part two. Here's some of your... I, one time I dressed up like Uh Dracula Mm -hmm. and I went to a thrift store and I bought a tux, Mm -hmm. a velvet. It was really To look like Dracula. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I dyed my hair jet black. I put one of those temporary mm-hmm. dyes. Yeah. It wouldn't come out. <laughs> ah, your baby fine hair just soaked it up. It was horror. It was blue black. For how long? Did it have to grow out? Yeah. I had to go and try to get it bleached and Good. then dyed and it turned it turned bright orange. It was horrible. Let's dye your hair. No, I will never do that. Come on, let's dye it. No, I've never. After then, like my hair just says, yeah. With any kind of tint, like I would never put like those, colored hairspray. No, 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 no. Come on, no. Let's do you it. You can't because I'm a true blonde. I was a towhead, and my hair soaks it up like a. What sponge. is a towhead? 
Like where does white that hair, come from? White hair. Where does toehead come from? I don't know where that comes from. Let uh, me Google it. Oh my gosh. Well, while you're Googling Googling that, you know what's funny? I have not dressed up for Halloween as an adult. Like the last time I would have dressed up for Halloween was like when I was probably like, I don't know, when do you stop? Eight or nine years old? Well, that's a, that's part of your problem. If you would, like, if we would go to a Halloween party and you actually, like, really plan out your costume and engage, and it's so much fun. Is it? I miss it terribly. Well. it's That was my fate. That's one of my favorite things. I'll, I like, like, if if I could celebrate Halloween, it, it's better than anything. Yeah. you're not having to worry about gifts. You're just going out and having fun. A toe head is someone who has very light blonde hair. And where does the term come from? Uh, toehead. God, that sounds weird to me. Sounds wrong to me. Mm. The toe in toehead, according to Oxford English Dictionary, refers to fiber in flax, hemp, or spinning. So it's like the toe. Is like the color? Yeah. Huh. White. Well, we are so educational. Uh-huh. That's what you get when you listen to our podcast. Yeah. And speaking of that, education, it's time to get out of here. It is. Get the hell out. I'm going you home. you got to pull this thing over and let me out. Get out of here. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of Who's Driving. Remember to leave us a uh, review wherever you're listening to your podcast. And don't forget to share us with your friends. Let them in on the secret, too. And as always, we appreciate you listening and supporting us. And we hope you have a great week. And please let us know what your trick-or-treat Halloween traditions are. I would love to hear this. What are some of the pranks you did on people? Yeah, call us or text us on our hotline. Again, it's 864-982-5029. See you next time. Bye, guys.